as a real estate advisor, the money part to me is extremely important because without money, it's harder to be healthy. Without money, it's harder to do enjoyable things or have that time to spend with friends and family and things like that. So, Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Lenny Richardson of LennyRichardson.online. Lenny, it's great to have you on the show. Thank you so much, Gresh. It's great to be on the show. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, super excited to have you on. And before we jumped into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Lenny so you can hear about some of the awesome things that he's doing. And Lenny is a real estate advisor currently licensed in Northern, Northern Virginia. Lenny's overall mission in life is to promote the idea of eudaimonia, which loosely translates to the flourishing life and involves optimal health, abundant wealth, and fantastic relationships. Lenny, super excited to have you on the show. Of course, I love learning new words. So thank you for that as well. <laughs> Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, let's make it happen then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Okay. Um, so not to be, I guess, too long-winded, um, but I guess sort of where things kind of begin. Um, I used to go to school back at Penn State uh, several years ago, um, kind of went through, as many college students go through the whole broke college student phase. Um, I would say for me, it was a bit more extreme to the point where I was facing evictions multiple times. Um, and at one point, Penn State sort of kicked me out because of financial reasons. So I spent a lot of time kind of in libraries just trying to study, trying to figure out how to make money because at the time I was working at a gas station, movie theater, all over the place, Walmart. And uh, for those of you that have never worked at Walmart or a gas station, they don't pay particularly well. <laughs> right. uh, <laughs> so yeah, um, but one thing led to another, um, kind of while in the libraries and while studying, I eventually found real estate. I found out that a lot of people that made their wealth did so in real estate. Um, and that was around the first time I'd heard the idea of entrepreneurship. And it seemed like something that made sense. Um, so without getting too ranty or kind of getting too too deep into it, um, the goal at that point was to get into real estate and to kind of get into the entrepreneur space, so to speak, uh, basically as a solution to not being so broke as a college student. It's kind of how that came to be. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. And I, th I think a lot of, uh, you know, probably listeners can remember those those uh, college days. Um, but um, it, it sounds like you had a really strong work ethic about having those different jobs. And it doesn't sound like sometimes people don't have the work ethic and don't have that. And a lot of times there's nothing to fall back on when they're in those moments. But it sounds like you just needed that opportunity to be in that library, hear about real estate and kind of hit the ground running from there. Am I correct by saying that? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, oddly enough, I, it's funny because I think um, at the time it was obnoxious because <laughs> I, I would wake up early around like six or seven, catch a bus to go to Walmart because it was far off of campus. So I had to catch a bus to go there and I didn't have a car at the time. And then uh, you come back later on, then you have to change really fast and eat quickly to 
get to your job as a gas station attendant. And then that was the entire day. Um, but I feel like in hindsight, it kind of built up a good, a good habit. Um, so I, I think in the moment it seemed terrible, but in hindsight, it's actually, I'm kind of I'm actually very grateful because it's still kind of a habit to this day. I try to, I feel like I'm still maintaining it. So <laughs> I'm appreciative of it. Yeah, absolutely. You go through those, you know, challenges and those things that end up building you and, and creating, you know, those that stronger resilience within us. So I don't know if you ever heard of the the book by uh, Damon John, The Power of Broke, but he he talks yes. about a lot of those experiences, <laughs> a lot of the things that aren't ideal actually allow us to be a lot more creative, build, you know, all those skills that you need, especially to succeed in entrepreneurship. Yeah, that's actually one of the books I read. Well, kind of, uh, it was 2006. I think 2017 or 18, that book came out. That was one of the books. I think it was around that time. That was one of the books I read, though, to kind of keep me motivated. Because I remember I was like, I'm broke. I'm pretty broke right now. I need, to, <laughs> I need some motivation. How do I harness this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, I think sometimes things at the moment seem bad, but in hindsight, they could be more of a blessing than a curse, I would say. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know if you've ever heard the um, the Steve Jobs um, commencement speech where he was at Stanford and he talks about how like you don't sometimes know like why all the things are happening in life, but sometimes you can only align the dots by looking backwards and you say, okay, that less than ideal experience maybe that helped me to learn these skills or learn, you know, that knowledge that I, that can set me up to be, to be even a better, more set up for success in the future. So I wanted to, to drill down a little bit more, hear a little bit more on what you're working on now, how you're serving your clients. Could you take us through a little bit more about that and what that looks like? Yeah. Um, I would say the main thing, as far as real estate goes, the main thing I've been trying to get clients to kind of, I, I think for most agents, it's sort of the idea of, you know, just help you buy and sell a house. Um, for me, I look at it more from a long-term viewpoint. Um, and my goal now is to kind of get people to understand the, the idea of investing in real estate. Um, and I try to do it carefully because I know online there's a lot of things where it says, oh, earn passive income. I tell people there's no, I don't believe in like passive income because you have to put effort on the front end. No, I, I haven't, to my knowledge, at least, I haven't seen a way that anything is truly passive. You need to put some effort in. But I try to get people to, to understand sort of the long-term game. Um, and that kind of ties into the whole idea of eudaimonia as well. But my thing is you can buy the house, you can sell your house, but let's talk about buying houses. So that way, when you're 50, 60, especially for people my age who are in their twenties and thirties, when you're in your fifties and sixties and seventies, I don't want you to be that person who maybe you thought some money might be coming in and it's not as much as you thought it'd be, or it doesn't come at all. So now you're still working. And if you like to work, that's fine. Um, but if you don't like to work or at least not work jobs you don't enjoy, it's good to have some kind of asset that's making you money or at the very least that you can leverage um, to kind of keep you more or less safe is sort of what I try to teach and help people with. So I think yeah, that's kind of yeah. where I differ from other agents. That's so I love um, the work that you do. So um, I, I know you touched on that being, I think, a part of your secret sauce. Do you think the the eudaimonia is also part of your secret sauce as well, too? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The eudaimonia thing. So the for anyone that I guess is listening or watching, um, not to get too long into it, but just a brief summary of what eudaimonia is. Um, it's a, essentially the fulfilled life, the flourishing life, and it's three pillars that's involved in it. Um, the first one, and there's no specific order, but I do have a order I think is best. 
Um, first one is health. The second one is wealth or money. And the third one is relationships. Um, with real estate, I try to tackle the wealth part, but I think all three you need to have in order to kind of have that great life. So I feel like that's kind of truly what I'm really trying to get people to understand um, is to kind of look for eudaimonia. Cause some people, you know, aren't investors. Some people don't want to be, some people don't want to be bothered with that. That's fine. But I still think it's good for them to find some way to delink their time for their money. And then once you have that enough, you know, you don't have to be super rich. I think that gets taught too much that everyone needs to be a millionaire. I don't think you need to do that. Um, but once you have the money part taken care of, then you have to take care of your health. Cause if you don't have good health, then no amount of money matters, at least in my opinion. Um, kind of like the Steve Jobs thing. If you have, you know, I'm not, this is sad to say, but if you have like cancer or some disease that's slowly or quickly draining your life, you can have a trillion dollars and it really doesn't matter if you know in a few days or a month, you won't be around. So health is extremely important. Um, and then relationships, we're all social animals. You need to have good friends in place. And I feel like that's neglected a lot, especially as adults. You kind of get out of college and everyone starts working so much and everyone forgets to socialize and enjoy life. Um, so I think the unison of all three of those things is kind of what I'm truly trying to get across to people. Um, not so much just one individual pillar, but as a real estate advisor, the money part to me is extremely important because without money, it's harder to be healthy. And without money, it's harder to do enjoyable things or have that time to spend with friends and family and things like that. So that was definitely perfect. I almost feel like it's for lack of a better term, seems like it's like kind of like the gateway to those other opportunities. But it's, I, I was visualizing kind of like rungs of a stool where, you know, each of them are kind of codependent. But I love, you know, the focus on the financial piece, because I think that that is something that, um, like you said, it. I think it opens up, it becomes that gateway to other things because um, they're all code, code interdependent, but, you know, it's so important to make sure that you're taking care of that foundation. Then you can definitely, you know, grow from there. So I uh, appreciate that. And I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit. And I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? The first one, again, it sounds basic, is a, is a planner and sort of a well-planned out planner. Uh, I say that just because I usually I'll talk to people and they'll say, you know, I feel like I'm not getting that much done in my day. And I say to them, would well, you have a planner? And they're like, well, most will say, no, I don't use a planner. A few will say, I do have a planner. And I say, well, what do you put in the planner? And they say, oh, I, I write different things I have to do. And I was like, well, that's, you have the planner, but you're not using the planner effectively because yeah. you're just putting like five things in the planner to make you, yourself feel like you're accomplishing a goal. And I think for those people that do use a planner, there needs to be a more structured and organized approach to tackling your day. Um, like if you put, for example, in a planner, check emails, work out, call five people. I don't know. Let's just say those three things are in the planner. It's like, well, even if you do all three of those things, you don't know, did you call the right people? Did you exercise aside? Did you email the right people? Did you email effectively? Are you just checking pointless emails? Or are you checking high priority emails? Um, so I would say that's kind of the first hack, get a planner. And then once you have the planner, use the planner effectively. Sounds very basic and simple, but I don't think a lot of people do it. Um, and the second thing I think is more of an app. Um, I, I like this app. I've been using it since, since college, uh, when I found out about it, um, it's called Pomodoro and you just work for 45 minutes. And then the Pomodoro app sort of has a little alarm. So 45 minutes you work, 
15 minutes or five minutes, whatever, you are allowed to kind of, you know, zone out, check your social media, do whatever. Then once that five to 15 minutes is done, you go back to your 45 minutes of working. And I don't know, me personally, I feel like when I do that, you can get through three 45 minute sessions. And I feel like you get, you're so much more productive than not using it. Cause then it, I think the best thing about it is it creates almost urgency in a weird way, right? It's kind of a weird cross of urgency and accountability because you know the timer's going and you don't want to waste that 45 minutes. And then it becomes more, when you hear that timer and if you didn't do anything, you feel like, oh, I just wasted basically an hour. Yeah, I love both of those hacks. I wanted to ask you now, you might've already touched on this. I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. So it's a little bit more of a word of wisdom or piece of advice. I like to say it might be something if you were to hop into a time machine, you would tell your younger business self. Make a bigger habit to meet more people and network. You might have an opportunity where you're starting some kind of card trading business. And maybe the people in your close vicinity, they don't want to buy from you. They can't help you. They don't know anyone that can help you. But maybe you met some guy a while back. He sees your card trading business and he links you to somebody else or something like that. And it's an opportunity that you wouldn't have had had you not taken the time to just meet more people and put yourself out there. And I would say the second part of that, I think that ties in, is branding. And, and I think the reason why I say branding is just because my personal belief, um, at least now, I think this has always been true, but I think especially now it's very true. I think we're kind of moving in more of a attention economy. Um, and I think every industry will benefit a lot by having a unique brand that people can immediately, you know, you, th you think of something and it ties you back to the individual within a niche, if that, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I love those nuggets. And there's definitely a lethal comp combination. And so now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this. So, so Lenny, what does being a CEO mean to you? Like being a general. And to me, being a general is being sort of a leader, not only so an influential leader, not only to those around you, but to yourself, most importantly. I think being a general to me is someone who just controls their day, controls their time, controls their future. Um, and I, I, sometimes I feel like people don't do it that much or there's, they, they sometimes I, I call it ghosting a little bit. And I don't know if that sounds bad to say, but I, I feel like people ghost a lot. They, they let things happen to them, but they're not happening to the world or to other things. And I feel like that general mindset and that CEO mindset is more, I'm taking an active approach to put myself in the world rather than let the world put itself on me. If I'm, I'm hoping that <laughs> that makes sense, but, but sort of taking an active step into creating the lifestyle that you want or creating the business that you want or whatever it is that you want to create. It's an active step towards doing it rather than a passive, I'll take it as it comes mindset truly appreciate that definition, Lenny. And of course, I appreciate your time even more. So what I wanted to do now was pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people could get a hold of you, find out about all the awesome things that you're working on. As far as if people want to reach out to me, the best place would be probably Instagram, honestly. Um, it's Leviticus Rich, um, Leviticus like the Bible, uh, L-E-V-I-T-I-C-U-S. R-I-C-H. Uh, but that would be the best place for people to find me. I'm I'm on Instagram still more than I should. I need to value my time more on social media. <laughs> but 
yeah, that would be the best place to reach out to me, I would say. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, definitely make it even easier. We'll have the links and information in the show notes as well, too, so that everybody can follow up with you and connect with you. And I, I truly appreciate you for the work that you do and, of course, the time you took today. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. You too. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me on again. This is a, it's a great podcast and a great experience. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. IMCEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Check out the latest and greatest apps, books, and habits to level up your business at ceohacks.co. This has been the IMCEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.